0: Starts playing tricks.
1: New Hampshire's home for sports. ESPN.
0: Sweet
1: Jesus. New Hampshire.
2: Well, good afternoon. It's Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com. Nice to have you with us today here. Another nice day in the Granite State. I'm Christian Arkin. Tom King over there. Hi, Tom. Hello. How you doing? Good. Good. Happy Friday. Same. You. Uh what stage Happy of grief? Every day after Gronk day. what st- stage of grief are you on now?
3: Um Curious. Curious, the curious stage of grief. Which what, what what do you mean? Curious about what? Well, I just want to know a few things. I want to know, know when he got hurt. You know? Well, they said in the joint statement when they got hurt. I know, I know. I should read the joint statement. You probably should. Yes. <laughs> no, I should read it out loud so people people probably don't know. A lot of people probably don't have it or have seen it. You know?
2: I think most people—well, 9 o'clock last night is when it it came out. Right. Uh, which is another—which
3: is another—just uh, <laughs> another example of how nobody gets an injury like Gronk gets an injury. Nobody
2: does. Yeah. Uh, the statement was released, a press release, last night around 9 o'clock. And it reads as follows. The New England—it says, update on Rob Gronkowski. The New England Patriots and the Gronkowski family are providing the following update— Regarding Gronkowski's recent injuries, during the Seattle game on November 13th, Rob sustained a hit to the chest that resulted in a pulmonary it. contusion to his lung. You wanted to read it? Yeah. You're too slow, Joe. Sorry. Rob was examined by several specialists at Mass General Hospital, as directed by the team. You know, this is boring. You go ahead and read it. I don't care. I don't want to read it.
3: Yeah, violin music. Uh, hold on. We should really play that. Well, go ahead. All, All right. right. Rob was examined. By several specialists at Massachusetts General Hospital, as directed by the team, as well as an independent physician, he received medical clearance to return to play two weeks later for the New York Jets, for the New York Jets game on November 27th. Right. After a hit early in the Jets game, Rob began to experience significant back and leg pain. This injury forced him to leave the game and he did not return with the help of the Patriots medical staff, along with the consultation of several medical experts. See, I read it with a little bit more emotion than you do. It has been determined that it is in Rob's best long-term interest to undergo surgery, to address his lower back injury. Rob is expected to have surgery tomorrow, meaning today. We do not expect that he, this is the key thing, we do not expect that he will be able to play for the remainder of the 2016 season. But we'll await the results. Of tomorrow's surgery. Before making a final determination. Rob has always. Been one of our hardest workers. And was voted captain for the leadership he provides. Is this the family saying this? He's the captain of the Gronkowski team? <laughs> we are deeply saddened. Anytime a player is lost to injury. We are committed to assisting Rob throughout his recovery and look forward to his return to playing football for the New England Patriots. And there you have it. Dearly beloved.
2: (laughs) People are acting like he died. Oh, God. They're acting like the team died. A little dramatic.
3: Yeah. It is
2: bad news, obviously. I mean, there's no getting around it. It's bad news for the team. It's bad news for him. It's just sort of a sad thing, you know. It's not. Like- oh, I
3: think it's sad because of, I mean, there was all this talk leading up to this about his injury situation and how you really can't put a lot of eggs in his basket anymore because of that, and uh, you know, contract wise and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, all that gets validated by the uh, news of the surgery. But I mean, there still is. The interesting little debate over when he really did get hurt. Yeah. Um. Because there's no doubt. I mean, I heard Carucci interviewed later on in the day, and and there's no doubt that he, there's no doubt he got it from, from the family mm-hmm. that that's when it happened.
2: I mean, he didn't say that, but.
3: Right. But I don't know how much conviction he had about it after all the uh, like, wait a minute, you know. Yeah. So you know, I don't know. Well, um, it's
2: not about his conviction. He got a story and he went with it. I mean, you know, like they, you, you do. Right. That, but here's the thing: this is a joint statement because I think the the Patriots called the Gronkowskis and said, "Hey,
3: oh, they called, knock said, it off, yeah, knock it off." With do you the realize Seattle what game? you're saying
2: here? Right, I mean, right. we, we, if we didn't disclose this, then right. we're going to get in a lot of trouble because it's bad for
3: you. It's bad. for Key us, statement for in there was he was medically cleared to play. Yeah, his, they made they, went, they made very clear that that's what happened. Now, if the
2: Gronkowskis were sort of more vaguely saying something along the lines of, well, that big hit maybe is the reason why when he fell later, he hurt his bat, you know, or See, something I along those that lines. I think they
3: intimated that to Carucci and Carucci ran with it. Yeah. That's what
2: I think happened. Just like how, you know, punctured lung uh, is actually a perforated lung. You know what I mean? Like little things like that are coming from one side or not the other, and it seems like the things coming from the Gronkowski side always seem to be a little more extreme. Oh, this is a much worse injury than it may see. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's sort of been when the two sides get involved, it's always the team trying to say it's not that bad and the Gronkowski's trying to say it's really bad.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. In this particular yeah. instance,
2: uh, everybody had to say it's really bad. Right. Because yeah, it my, is really bad. My guess, third back surgery.
3: My, yeah, my guess is I still think it probably was the— it was probably brittle after that hit. You know, mm-hmm. and um, you know, maybe something started to develop then, but not to the point where it could be detected or felt. Yeah. And then, you know, then he then he got aggravated everything when he, you know, crashed to the ground in that in that game. Or ran, just simply ran. Yeah. You know, because he had pain down his leg, so that's sciatica probably from the from the bulging disc or herniated disc or whatever it is. So. You know that that's 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 a very common back uh, yeah back symptom, but it's it's yeah, it's too bad. I think they're Sh- better equipped to handle this now than they probably because when he got hurt when he's gotten hurt before they didn't have him. You know, if he's healthy at some point, it probably will eventually get that way. Right, Martel They haven't had a Martellus Bennett. True. So I think they're they're better equipped to handle this now. If Bennett can go that's I mean, just Bennett's, it I Bennett's
2: like, banged up too I, I, well i think that's why you, and after bennett they don't have squat that's
3: why let's get smart about this and sit him down don't play him against the rams bennett yeah yeah don't bother sit him it's nobody else doesn't matter you you're can, right no
2: i agree but there's not You know, there's they, blocking
3: tight ends and his receiving tight ends you don't need you got two backs so you got three receivers mm. four receivers that can catch the ball you know who's a free agent right now owen daniels oh is he yeah
2: Remember yeah. what he did the last year in the AFC championship. Oh sure,
3: you know. Pulled Jamie why, Collins quest, pants down. Question is why is he free agent? That's the question. You know, so 'cause he doesn't get to play against Jamie Collins every game. Yeah, well <laughs> go to <laughs> he can do even better. He can get signed by Cleveland and he can practice against him. Every that day. would be that would yeah. boost his stock a little bit, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um So I mean, they've done this in the past. They may go out and get somebody. They may. I mean, they went out and got Steven Jackson. Mm-hmm. Last year, when their running backs were all depleted, yeah, you know, so th- this could happen. But did you hear Ian Rappaport? Well, what? I mean, listen to this. This was last oh, last night. He's amended this a lot. At this point,
4: it is not yet a season ender. Although, of course, that yeah, depends that, that, on how that's the changed. Patriots.
3: He changed this. He's changed that with his tweet. He said, "Expect the IR today." Okay, I didn't.
2: I didn't yes. know if he had. Uh, yes, he'd...
3: Now, he's changed that. 'Cause they're, no one else said that. they're not going to say it's not a season and you gotta wait till the surgery's done. Right. You know, the doctors will tell you. Doctors will tell you whether you know when he can come back, if the surgery is, is, is fine, or what, what the situation is.
2: But if the surgery is fine, he's going to be out for the season. If the surgery is not fine, he may never play football again, right? I mean, isn't that sort of the – it's not like there's another option C where the surgery goes super well and all of a sudden he can come back in five days. Well, see, I think Unless they a, get I, that deer antler spray going With a there. back
3: injury, you can't set an exact timetable. <laughs> no. I you don't. just can't do that.
2: So you probably can't. Yeah,
3: and, uh, I mean, we're talking, you know – you know what, you're talking semantics. Eight weeks or nine weeks, which gets him into the Super Bowl. How about let's not play him at all? Yeah. You know, let's not do that.
2: Well, Dr. Thomas Gill yeah. uh, had some more I heard dire things to say today uh, on WBZ. Gill said there's a chance, or uh, he said this yesterday, <laughs> there's a chance Gronkowski's career could be over because in all the time he worked in the NFL, he never saw anyone play after three disc surgeries on the same level. He said, there is a saying we had when we were evaluating players at the combine. Once a disc, always a disc. Because even when it's fixed, especially with old linemen, we always downgrade them because when they've had disc surgery, we know this is going to happen again. Right, right. Now that this is the third time that it's happened, again, if it's the same level, as tough of a guy as he is, in my 16 years in the league, I'm not aware of a player still in the league who had three discs on one level. Right, but
3: he doesn't know if it's on the same level or not. That's the thing. He doesn't know that, and he came out and said that today. He said, "I don't know where the level is." That. See, I, that's he's now, right. He's Gil right about and, that.
2: Gil and Gronk have a little history. Yeah,
3: he was he operated on
2: him. on his arm, and the family didn't like that. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I have. I don't know. I think it's very. It's and he of, had. They had a point too, because remember, it kept getting infected, and then they dropped a junior mint in there like in Seinfeld <laughs> and they play, had to get it out. Play, yeah.
3: It, yeah. That whole thing? I know, I know, I know. No, it's it's it, like I said, nobody gets an injury like Brock like Gronk gets an injury.
2: This was in twenty thirteen. Uh week three against Tampa Bay, they thought is when he was going to be back, but He didn't make his debut on September 22nd, hasn't stepped on the field in 2013. The reason was concern over the stability of his surgically repaired left forearm after a procedure performed by Tom Gill.
3: He also had vertebrae surgery that year. While
2: it's common practice for team doctors to perform on their own athletes, the Gronkowski family was concerned after there were repeated surgeries to treat infections in the area of an implement or device that was placed in the forearm to expedite the healing process. Uh, the injury, which happened against the Colts, might have healed properly on its own with no surgery, but the team and Gronkowski looking to hasten his return to the field decided on surgery to use an implement in hopes he would be ready for the playoffs. Uh, One source with... uh, Knowledge of the forearm surgery told uh, WEEI that there's a serious concern about the integrity of the bone where the implement was placed. The surrounding nerves, there was issues. Okay, I mean it was a uh, it was a thing. This oh, well, we were
3: doing a show when LS was going on. Yeah, in 2013. We were, so you I mean, were going the family nuts. Family was yeah. You were going nuts. How many times can you screw up a? You know. <laughs> See, that was in the off season. That was in the a lot of that was in the a of surgeries. A lot of the, the surgeries, the, were, in the of the surgeries were in the off season. Yeah. But he this also goes had, back. I mean, this goes back verte- almost. He the whole also way. had vertebrae surgery that year. Yeah. So, I mean, look, this is not normal. No. All right? So, it's, you know, you just have to, it'll be interesting to see if they put him on. He had
2: back surgery, and then later that year, uh, he got hit by T.J. Ward.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And had
2: ACL and MCL. See you later. (laughs) And then had surgery for that. Too much. That's one, two, three, four surgeries on his arm, one on his back. His ACL and MCL, which I don't know if that was the same surgery, if they had to do two separate ones or what, in one season. Too much. And that was three years ago. And now he's having back surgery again? Too much. What? I, I can't imagine any doctor would ever clear him to play football again. I'm surprised they did after 2013, to be perfectly honest with you. Mm-hmm. Why not? I mean, this is a, this is a guy who's put himself through it. And it's been going on since
3: before we even got here, you know? Oh, no question about it. You know, no question about it. He's when he's in that locker room, walking around, smiling, talking to reporters. You kind of know he's he's feeling on the up and up mm-hmm. and he's ready to go. And you could tell in a game here and there. Um, But we haven't seen that a lot this year. Right. And of course, a lot of times he's been at the, you know, he's a captain now, so they bring you, they bring you out to talk now. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a window of what, maybe four weeks when he was himself during the course of what eleven weeks, eleven games.
2: Yeah, maybe probably four. he missed two, so yeah, out I mean, of nine. Uh, then when he was
3: back playing, it was probably four, four games because he, you know, it took his time. He took like two or three games as as a player to get into the flow. They kept him out. They held him out a little bit. They limited his plays. They limited his participation. They only used him in certain sets, Mm -hmm. the whole bit. So, you know, we'll see if he wants to give it one more go. And how he is after that, and whatever it is, it'll be a slow go because you know he won't play in the preseason next year, and you know that they'll take their time with him in the offs. You know, in in uh, in. The regular season, ease him in, then you just go through it again and see if they want it. If that's the way it's going to work, right? You he know? played
2: in the Houston game, but not really. Right. No targets, no catches against Buffalo. He had one catch for 11 yards. Right. Then against Cleveland, he got five catches for 100 yards. Cincinnati, seven for 162. Yeah, I'd play
3: against Cleveland. I mean, that's when you say, okay, he's not going to really be right. You know, under a lot of pressure there. We can do yeah, it. T.J. Ward with... doesn't play there anymore. Yeah, exactly. We can do what we want to do with him. So. Bengals,
2: seven catches, 162 and a touchdown. Pittsburgh, four catches, 93 and a touchdown. Buffalo, the second time, uh, five catches, 109 and a All touchdown.
3: Right, so how many games we had? Five? Yeah. Four?
2: That's uh, one, two, three, four games. Four games. Then in Seattle he had three catches for fifty six. And yards that was and it, Seattle, right? Yeah. So it was four games cannonball.
3: and he was basically himself. Yeah. yeah.
2: And he was pretty good in those four games. Oh
3: sure, no, he was a difference. He was a difference for them.
2: By the way, he's averaging twenty one point six yards per catch. Yep. Which is the best in football, and you know who's second best? Chris Hogan.
3: <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. Two Hogan. best deep threats. In the Hogan's league, been their best. The Hogan's been their best free agent receiver acquisition. I'd say since Randy Moss. Not a free agent, but yeah. Uh, he was a free agent. Randy
2: Moss had traded for him. Oh,
3: that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right.
2: Free agents, there's not. I mean, Javon Walker, maybe? Yeah. He was pretty good, but I, uh, the, not, free agent-wise, there weren't that many. No. Stallworth was okay. Let me
3: put it this way. Their best acquisition. Mm. Their best veteran acquisition as a receiver.
2: Better than Chad, that's for sure. Yep. Chad, Uh. no, no good on Chad. Amendola?
3: I put him, like, third or fourth. Yeah. You know?
2: He's been okay this year, not great. A lot of guys have been okay this year. Well, they haven't used
3: him as much. Well. They've used him in certain spots. They don't need to. I guess. They limit him. And it's a good thing they limit him because he's another injury-prone guy. True. You know? So, Mm -hmm. this is, yeah, because of his size. Yeah. That's why. It's his size. Well,
2: all of them, their size, except Mitchell. I mean, he's the only one who's not not a squirt. Hogan's not a squirt.
3: He isn't. I don't think so. Hogan is. Uh, he's not imposing, he's but he's not one, a squirt. Yeah, he's one, average. Six one two ten. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. Yeah. It's receiver height, yeah,
2: weight. It's not really receivers yeah, now are all six four, six five. No, not at, not all of them.
3: Most of them. No, those, those are the most ones of the deep threats are the ones that stand out. Yeah, but that's not. They didn't get Hogan to be there. Really no, obviously lost. not. I'm yeah. just saying he's not some big right, but strong he's not, physical receiver. He's not he's a squirt. Six one two ten. He's not a squirt. Tom, mm-hmm. I'm six one two ten. Yeah, but he's not a squirt. <laughs> you could yeah, Hit Chris Hogan's ass. As long as you can run, that's what they want. I know? think he
2: could probably run a little faster than me. Yeah. maybe bench. like a little bit. It'd be like neck and neck, you know, yeah. But I can run down faster the stretch. So that's yeah. yeah. Sure, you can. Yeah. Um, I think Rob Gronkowski in a wheelchair could probably wheel faster than you. Oh, I don't then know you could that. run.
3: Oh, I don't know about that. I bet that'd be a good race. We should have it. <laughs> probably <laughs> get
2: him. Unfortunately, it might be. Might actually be what happens I know. Um, obviously, uh, we hope that the surgery is successful. It's supposed to take place today. Um, they must really feel strongly about this doctor. The guy who's doing it's name is Robert Watson or Watkins. Robert Watson. I guess. My
3: guess is he's probably operated on him before. He
2: has operated on him before. He also operated on Gretzky and Dwight Howard and a bunch of other people. Like he's He's a well-known guy out in L.A. But the Gronkowski family must really not want any part of the – Patriots doctors if they're going to put this guy with a ruptured disc on a plane for five hours I mean that's you know that's commitment right that's commitment to we're getting we're going over here we're doing it our way
3: oh yeah you know the Gronkowski family doesn't want any part of the Patriots period except their dollars and (laughs) yeah and a roster spot for this for the for their family member yeah that's it you know, or or two family members, depending on you know when. You know I'm sure Glenn hangs around all the Glenn, time.
2: Glenn, yeah, Glenn gets like a food pass. Yeah, exactly. It's like part yeah, of the contract.
3: Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> gets to eat there, and if he's not, if he's right. released, they, he gets they, to sit know. at the table with the starters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> eat the food. So you know that's that's you know that's I mean that I'm not surprised. Yeah, I am surprised that a guy would have like you mentioned yesterday. <laughs> it's kind of surprising, a guy with a bad back is flown out to L.A.
2: Yeah, and not, you know, I mean, it's, it's not exactly one thing to fly. He wouldn't fly to New York last week,
3: remember? Well, that's the lung. With the lungs. still. That's the lung. Now he
2: has a ruptured disc well, in his back. Well,
3: he flew to New York.
2: Eventually, yeah. But yeah. he was supposed to fly to New York for that for oh, that EA Sports yeah, that was thing, the remember? Two, that was two weeks ago. Yeah, right. and that's a 45-minute flight. And they said, no, 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 not doing that. <laughs> now with a ruptured disc in his back, the family's saying, yeah, get on a plane for five flipping hours and go to mm-hmm. Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, the whole team's going there, too. Hopefully, you don't run into each other. It'd be awkward. We've got to take a break. 603-883-9900 is your phone number. 883-9900. Text line is 845-827-1250. We're back after this here on Christian and King.
1: Listen live or watch the show live streaming on our Facebook at ESPN New Hampshire. ESPNNHradio.com This is the most beautiful
0: thing I ever seen.
1: Find the latest schedules, show blogs, podcasts, and all the breaking sports news in our area. From high school to the pros. Awesome. Want some new apparel? Yeah, baby. (laughs) Visit ESPNNHradio.com for shirts, hats, and all things ESPN New Hampshire. Woo! We've got it all here. Just visit our website at ESPNNHradio.com the Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com.
4: This is Laura Remillard with ESPN New Hampshire Student Athlete of the Month of November with Gabrielle Masseur from Nashua North. How are you? Thank you so much. You broke Nashua North's high school lacrosse goal record as a junior. So that was obviously a really special game. We were playing against Merrimack. Definitely a really great game and it was really exciting but I couldn't have done it without my teammates helping me out and getting involved, feeding it to me and their support and my coaches' support. What's your Favorite thing about playing lacrosse? So I love getting the ball and transitioning it from whether it be defense to offense, getting it from the draw and just like sprinting down as fast as I can and getting it to my team. I really like the teamwork and effort. On here, I'm seeing some volunteer work at the Nashua Soup Kitchen. Yep, I'm involved a lot in like with my school and like sports in my community. Nashua Soup Kitchen's one. I'm also vice president of National Honor Society. I'm a leader in Titan Connections. I'm a leader in Team Titan. I'm actually the secretary in the class of 2017. And where are you looking at going to school? Oh, Gabby. I'm actually committed to play um, lacrosse at UNH. What is your inspiration to go above and beyond? My parents have always been there to support me and to believe in me and I think that has really helped me become like the athlete I am and always reach for the stars and to go with all my heart. Push to be the yeah, athlete the person I am. So they definitely inspired me so much. That was Gabrielle Masseur from Nashua North, Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month.
1: Nominate your son or daughter. Sign up now at ESPNNHradio.com
5: let your search for Mazda and Subaru dealers begin and end with North End Subaru Mazda only 20 miles from Nashua North End Mazda in Lunenburg has the best deals in the area with Mazda 3's and Subaru Forester both leaders in their class and a giant pre-owned inventory to look at their weekly specials give them a call at 888-805-1469 today they're just a click away at BuyNorthEndMazda.com
6: If a disaster ever struck your home or business, which you know who to call, make Peniel Environmental your first choice in disaster restoration. Peniel provides comprehensive fire, water, mold, and asbestos remediation services and are family-owned and operated. They clean up and restore every square inch of damage so that it's better than new once they are finished. Plus, Peniel works with all insurance companies and provides the industry's best warranty. For a free consultation, please call 885-317-8236 or visit PenielENV.com.
5: At Michelob Ultra, we know it's not just about how much you work out every day. It's about how much you work into every day, too. That's why we brew a beer for those who realize that expending calories should never come at the expense of spending time with friends. And for those who understand that just because you work out doesn't mean you can't go out. Hey, that's why we brew Michelob Ultra to have 95 calories, 2.6 carbs, and an exceptional taste. Michelob Ultra, brewed for those who go the extra mile. Enjoy responsibly. 2016 Michelob Ultra-like beer. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. 95 calories, 2.6 carbs, 0. 0.6 grams protein, 0 grams, fat for 12 ounces.
0: Hey, it's Dan Patrick here. This time, no talk about trucks splashing through the mud or exceptional low-end torque or, you know, those great soundtracks that stir the soul. No, not in this 60-second word to the wise about the Ram Heavy Duty. A truck that's as essential as a hammer, nails, and tape measure are to a carpenter. This is a machine that doesn't need any extra oomph to get your heart pounding. I'm not about to prattle on about capability and durability and nobility and probability or any ability. Nothing like that. Well, I'm not even going to go with it. it's tough as winter nail or sturdy as a mountain or any other cheap jack low rent hokum because this isn't that kind of thing. No, it's not. This is a truck that simply lets its engine do the talking. And I'm here to talk about one piece of information, and I think you'll appreciate this and understand it. The Ram Heavy Duty can carry more weight than any other heavy-duty truck, period. That's it. That's the only message, except for guts, glory, Ram.
1: Local sports talk for the New Hampshire sports fans. You're listening to ESPN, New Hampshire.
2: Tom, I believe you have some breaking news.
3: <laughs> yes. It's got the word Gronkowski in it, too. According to Mike Reese of ESPN Boston, Glenn Gronkowski is back at practice for the New England Patriots Thank today. Goodness. There is a Gronkowski in practice. Good. Quote, unquote, it appears we haven't had any release on this yet. We, You know, they, they do keep sending those out. Right. When anytime he gets signed or or released, it does appear that he has been re-signed to the practice squad. I hope that's the case because that's really the only way he could be in practice. Mm. So,
2: yeah, makes sense. Yeah, uh, Matthew Slater not spotted at practice today. Neither was Jordan Richards or Woodrow Hamilton. It sounds um, like a uh, Slater practice presidential list. I know, right? <laughs> Woodrow Hamilton. Uh, Slater <laughs> practiced. <laughs> Wednesday and Thursday didn't play last week. Yep. Um Brady, Edelman, and Bennett were all back for the second straight day. So that's what was going on today at the uh, Friday walkthrough. Yeah,
3: we should have uh, Bill Belichick for everybody later on. We right? do have yeah, it. We we're do ready. Have it.
2: Uh, we, yeah, we'll play it uh, in the one o'clock
3: hour. All right. Yep. Yeah. And we may get Brady or not. He's, he talks later this afternoon. So. Okay.
2: Uh, what we're going to do here is push win Tom King's lunch to 1 o'clock because I totally uh, forgot about it here with all the Gronkowski stuff. Oh, yeah. No, that's uh, but I do have the questions. You know, we'll know what else we so forgot on. about
3: the Gronkowski stuff yesterday? We forgot to pick the Dallas-Minnesota that's game true. last night.
2: I would have picked Dallas, but I think that – What was uh, the spread? I think the spread was like five, right? Five?
3: Oh, three? Oh, it was three? Then it was a push? Oh, zero? Zero. Oh, the three. Okay. Yeah. What the hell was the spread? Three. Three points. Then why did you say zero – because what? for some reason he had three up and he had a zero next to the three like this.
2: Oh, like the Germans. Who
3: does a who does a three like that? The Germans does just, just. You ever summer. seen
2: Inglorious Bastards? When no. they order the three beers and he goes like this, I'll have three, and they're like the real Germans do not order to put up the three finger like that. No, no. And then they all burn everybody to death. Oh, you really? haven't seen Inglorious Bastards? No. Oh, you should watch it. It's great. Brad Pitt. They hunt the Nazis. It's like these Jewish guys, and they all, in World War II, go around and, like, scalp Nazis. Oh, good Lord. You've
3: never heard of *Glorious Bastards*? No. It's a
2: great movie. No, I never did. No,
3: you know me. Brad I
2: Pitt so. plays this old, like, this good old boy. I'm a shut-in,
3: unless it appears later on on HBO, or HBO. I don't watch it.
2: He goes, like, undercover as, like, pretending to be Italian to, like, get in with the Nazis. And <laughs> like, Christopher uh, Weiss is, the, is, like, the Nazi, like, the Jew, you know, the hunter or whatever. And so they introduce him to Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt goes, Buongiorno. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I like it's that really line. funny.
3: Buongiorno.
2: <laughs> You'd love this movie, I think. I think you so. should really watch yeah, okay. it. Okay. Um, anyways, where were we? Glenn Gronkowski. Glenn Gronkowski. <laughs> Whatever. Glenn Gronkowski's on the practice squad. Yeah, right? I know. That's really good news for everyone. Um, as for the uh, future of this team going forward, I think that. We'll see what the offense is capable of against the Rams. And then we'll see I think a a a better example of what this team's gonna look like in a playoff game when you have Baltimore and Denver coming up back to back like that. Because we all have fresh memories of playoff games against both those teams that went, you know, didn't go the Patriots way necessarily. Right. And in the regular season now with the Weak defense and offense that's now missing the guy that was the focal point of it for, you know, the good chunk of the year when he was playing. And now, you know, just whatever else sort of comes with that. And that is an interesting sort of discussion, too, I think, is... You know, are the Patriots, are other teams going to have sort of a mental edge coming into this? Are the Patriots going to all rally together around, you know, win one for the Gipper here? Well, I, think what, a what's lot, gonna happen, I think a lot yeah?
3: depends on the situations for the teams coming in, for mm. the teams they're playing. I mean, Denver could be very desperate. Baltimore could be very desperate. Their sure. very big game this weekend is Baltimore-Miami. Yeah. That's huge. That's a huge game, yeah. You know, if the Ravens lose that game, they're playing for their lives when they come to Gillette on uh, Monday night. It's true. December 12th.
2: Uh, we're going to do our picks in the two o'clock hour. By yep. the way, yep. But let's go ahead and both give ourselves a win for the Dallas game. Yeah, okay. Or a push. Or yeah, win. I would have. I would have picked Dallas in that. I would have too. And you know what? Plus Dallas, when we, Dallas plus got when the it. head
3: coach couldn't see anything. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding.
2: <laughs> Poor Mike Zimmer. Dallas got lucky as hell. Oh, they sure did. That they didn't call that hands to the head. Of oh, that he, two-point clocked him. he clocked conversion. He clocked them. He clocked them, and then he raked his hands across the mask. I yeah, mean, that was how most, do you miss that? One of the most obvious things I've ever seen. And it's not like, you know, there was a ref looking right the hell at
3: him. There'll be. He was sta-
2: you saw on the replay, he's looking. You can see him looking be right a, at it. There'll
3: him. be a statement from the league on that one. I that think. was brutal. That's a big miss. That's a huge miss, and really, you know, that's too bad for Minnesota. Yeah. You know, really now,
2: is. that's not to say that they would have necessarily converted, but they should have at least gotten another shot at
3: it. Oh, yeah, don't doubt about you it. Know, they didn't, they that got, didn't lose in the game. And they would have gotten another shot at it about a yard and a half closer. Right. So.
2: Now, it's not like they were, you know, cruising, moving the ball or anything like Boy, that. Well, they really
3: miss Adrian Peterson, don't they? You think? Jeez. <laughs> I thought they'd be able to overcome that. I guess not. They really haven't been the same team since he— When did he go out? Week three? Week four? Um— they went. F- they started the year five out and zero. Five and zero. They there. started five and zero. And they've won one game since. Yeah. You know. It's too bad. And they looked like they were the team in the NFC, mm-hmm. and then all mm. of a sudden, and now they don't, Now Dallas is. There's no. I don't think there's any question. Dallas is the best team in the NFC right now. I really don't. No, I you don't know? think
2: so either. But I do think that Seattle could beat them in a playoff game.
3: Well, Seattle can beat anybody on any given day. You know what? Seattle can lose to anybody on any given day, as we saw that last week against Tampa Bay. Mm. So there's there's games where they don't show up for or they can't get their offense on. When they can't get their offense on track, that's that's a problem for the Seahawks. But this, Yeah, it's this, a real problem. Yeah, they yeah really. Know? I mean, they look bad when they can't get things going. But,
2: uh, you know, this is... Peterson's only played in two games this year. But it,
3: and, Oh, two? Yeah. So they won three games without him. Yeah. And then seemed to forget how to do it. Yeah? Pretty much. Jeez. God.
2: A lot of people got taken in by the whole Sam Bradford phenomenon after Bridgewater went down. I mean, think about it. It wasn't just Peterson. they was Teddy Bridgewater. Too. That
3: was it. But Bradford. But Brad Bradford? Bradford, when he got there. You're
2: talking about a guy named Bradford?
3: Bradford. He played pretty well. He played pretty well to start the year. Yeah. and. Then all of a sudden, because I think I don't know what took three games, but I think when teams realized they weren't going to be able to run the ball very well, what were... about
2: their running back Peter son?
3: Yeah, well, Peter son is now sitting. Peter's son is sitting. <laughs>
2: Peter son also is not yeah. Uh, not. Yeah, he's still recovering from that beating his dad gave. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, that's,
3: that's, not, funny. that's no, not funny. That's
2: not funny. Okay, that's a little kid. Right? Oh my god, not funny at all. Um, anyways, the, <laughs> the oh uh, my Lord. Lord. <laughs> God, we'll do our picks later on, uh, get to more of the, um, look around the NFL as for this game this weekend, I still think that they're going to crush the Rams. I don't think the Rams are going to have much of a chance with or without Gronkowski with or without even Tom Brady. Um, but you know, it's, it's not a, this is one of those games where what, what you'll learn is not uh, what you'll learn about this team. I think will be less on the surface and more. Okay. They'll be they'll be all right. No, they either play games right without Gronkowski, they, Gronkowski. I know, before, I know they right? have. But Bill now Belichick not going to play any not... games with Gronkowski right. for the rest I, of the I, year. Yeah, so.
3: I know. Like Bill Belichick said, we've done it before. You know, <laughs> that's different.
2: There's a psychological element to that. Yes,
3: there <laughs> is. But I, I, against the Rams, I don't think that psychological element exists. Against
2: the Rams, I agree. But against the Ravens and the Broncos, it certainly does. Against the Jets, those games are always close. Mm-hmm. I know it's not going to matter to the Jets by then. But it shouldn't have mattered to the Jets when they were three and seven to, uh, last week either. You know, they they still play those games. They had two weeks, too. And the Dolphins, by the way, are fighting for a playoff spot. Well, see, that's the team.
3: That's why I think you're going to know, you're going to learn a lot about Miami Mm -hmm. this Sunday. Because this is really the first big test I think they've had since they've started this streak. It's probably one of the bigger tests they've Mm had. Recently, I think the last two or three weeks, I don't think they've had to, they've played, you know, bad to average teams. Now they're playing a good team and you know i mean i mean you know a team that's better than than the teams they've played i mean baltimore's still 6 and 5 they're not you know a powerhouse but they're they're be- they're getting beaten up and they're beating up that's what teams in that division do mm-hmm. you know they nobody wins that division with yeah. a with a you know 12 and 4 or 14 and 2 mark right so but the ravens know they need to win that game and the Dolphins know they won't probably win the AFC, so they have some hopes for it. You know, they're still not an eliminated; they two games back.
2: Yeah, they're you know? not too far off. No, and their season for the rest is—I uh, mean, it's not too bad. Well, let's and see. Boy, could you tell? They got the Ravens, Cardinals, Jets, Bills, and Patriots. Could you so, tell I mean...
3: something last night? I don't know. You probably, maybe you didn't pay attention. It just just seemed like Al Michaels was really hoping. <laughs> The Vikings would beat the Cowboys and the Giants would win on Sunday because their Sunday night game in another week and a half is the Giants Dallas. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that would be for the division. Mm-hmm. And he explained all that. He mapped it all out. When they start mapping stuff out like that, they're hoping for that to happen. Yeah. You know? That's true. You know? So that would have been good. Um, not happening.
2: I don't know if you uh, saw this. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But President elect
6: Donald Trump. Oh, no.
2: Is taking credit for the declining NFL ratings.
3: Oh, because of the election?
2: Speaking Thursday in Cincinnati, Trump made what might just be an accurate claim. The NFL ratings dove precipitously because of his domination of the election news cycle. Per USA Today's blog, one of the announcers from ESPN, now they cover football and boxing and everything, right? And he went out and he said, I got to tell you, that event last night, meaning the election results, was better than any fight, any baseball game, any football game. He said, that was the most exciting event I've ever seen, and it was politics. And then you look at the NFL. Well, now they should start recovering. But their ratings were so far down. And you know what the reason was? This. Because this business is tougher than the NFL. The people liked it. The ratings were down 20 percent And it was because of us. The numbers support Trump's claim. Thursday Night Football averaged an 8.8 rating during the election cycle, but shot to 14.1 this week when the Cowboys outlasted
3: the Vikings. Okay, let's, let's, let's take a timeout here. He's got a point partly. I'm really rich. <laughs> partly. You know, and it's not just him he's talking about. He's talking about the whole political process. Right. That That is part of it. And it only makes common sense. That is part of it. But the Thursday night ratings were really good because, A, Dallas, Dallas. is a big attraction. Mm-hmm. And, B, there were two good teams playing. I mean, right. Minnesota is a, a average to just slightly above average football team. But we weren't watching Tennessee and Jacksonville. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that was probably the best Thursday night matchup. Last week's would have been a good one had Andrew Luck played. The Thanksgiving night matchup. Yeah, probably. You're right. But this one was probably the best one. And next Thursday night, I believe, is Oakland, Kansas City? China. If I'm not mistaken.
2: Uh, that's
3: Oklahoma, the best Kansas one of them all. City
2: Is that next week? Let's see.
3: I believe that's next Thursday night. I think you're right. And that, And if that's the case... That's a pretty good yep, game, Oakland
2: at Kansas City. That's through, a really
3: right? good game.
2: The nine and two Raiders and the eight and three. Right, that's the best. Whatever that's that's be the best matchup they'll yeah.
3: have. I mm-hmm. mean, or you know that they've they've had had that tops last night's matchup. But last night, last night was everything fell into place for the NFL. Why? Dallas against a decent team, not a team they were probably going to be able to blow out. America's team, right. Well, I mean, yeah, Dallas used to be yet. Yeah, yeah.
6: The American dream, dream is dead.
3: <laughs> but also, yeah. What was different about last night's game? We don't win anymore. With the teams playing.
2: Uh, what was different? Yeah. Low scoring game. I don't know.
3: No, not about the game itself, but about we don't the team have teams victories it. anymore. They were both. Had a week off. True, they played. They had a oh, they played on Thursday, the That's previous true. Thursday. They had a normal seven day period going mm-hmm. into this game. So the, I, the quality of play was pretty good. You know, Dallas didn't play well offensively, but they didn't look. You know, I mean, that was because of Minnesota's defense. I think in a, a lot of ways, a couple penalties here and there. But that was an entertaining Thursday night game. It came down to the last play. Yeah, and. Both teams had a week off before they played in it. I mean, they had a full seven days to – I shouldn't say a week off. They had a full seven days to prepare. They did not play Sunday. They played the previous Thursday. All right.
2: We're going to take a break, come back, get you notes from the kingdom here. It's Christian and King on ESPN New Hampshire.
3: And I made a lot of money in Atlantic City, and I'm very proud of it.
1: You're listening to Southern New Hampshire's home. For the Boston Red Sox, this is ESPN New Hampshire. The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio.
2: Can we come up with something original when when the Bruins
6: struggle, other than fire Chloe Julian? You have one of the worst assembled blue lines in the history of the organization. It's up there.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's up there. The man who you think you should be depending on to carry the load is 39, and his legs are giving out on him, and he skates like he's in molasses.
1: The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio, and streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com.
6: If you've been putting off a home improvement project because your budget's a little tight, we'll put it off no longer. Nashua Wallpaper is your one-stop decorating center for cabinets, countertops, flooring, wallpaper, window treatments, and especially paint and supplies. Shop from their complete paint tool section and save big on brand names like Benjamin Moore and California Paints. Find out more at NashuaPaint.com.
4: Hi, I'm Liz. Welcome to Lowell Jewelry and Loan. The economy is pretty rough right now, and if you're looking for a short-term loan, banks aren't making it any easier. Sometimes, it can take up to 60 days to get approved. That's crazy! We truly are in the business to lend money and put cash in your hands instantly. Bring in any item and we'll give you cash. We also give you four months before making your first payment. Call or come see us today. Our reputation is impeccable. Lowell Jewelry and Loan on Merrimack Street.
5: TrySofi.com is the smart, easy way to save money on your student loans. Now they want you to know about the smart, easy way to save money on your credit card debt. That's with a TrySofi.com personal loan. If you're hardworking, in a good job, and have great credit, but you have credit card debt, a TrySofi.com personal loan with their low fixed rates and no fees is the smart alternative to credit cards. The national average interest rate on credit cards is over 15%. In most cases, you can cut your interest rate in half with SoFi. Find out how much you can save by going to TrySofi.com. That's T-R-Y-S-O-F-I.com. SoFi lends up to $100,000. Checking your rate will not affect your credit score. Go to TrySofi.com. Dot com. That's T-R-Y-S-O-F-I dot com for low fixed rate personal loans with no application or origination fees. Terms, conditions, and state restrictions apply. California Finance Lender Law License Number six zero five four six one two, NMLS Number one one two one six three. These are not ponies, because this is Budweiser. Brewed the hard way, not the easy way. And with 12 breweries across the country, Budweiser isn't small. Or imported this is the famous budweiser beer it's not backing down and it hasn't since 1876 budweiser this buds for you enjoy responsibly anheuser-busch
1: budweiser beer st louis missouri it's Sunday sit down with Jared Scaley.
4: The salary cap is going through the roof. Insane. The money is going to be ten times worse than what it is this year. So, yes, that contract was fifteen a year, fifteen and change a year. If that happened, if he signed that deal now, that's twenty a year because of where the salary cap's going. All right. Numbers are gonna be inflated. NBA fans are obscene are gonna be obscene seeing some of the numbers that are gonna come out in the next yeah. couple years. And a lot of outrageous, and we're gonna talk about it on here. We're gonna talk everyone's gonna talk I mean, about it. The numbers are gonna be stupid.
1: Every Sunday from eleven to one on ESPN New Hampshire. Visit our website, espnnhradio.com, for all the latest news, contests, apparel, podcasts, and more.
2: 883 9900 is your phone number, 883 9900. Text line 845 827 1250. Christian and King. In One o'clock hour, we will play another rousing rendition of Win Tom King's Lunch. And if you don't know how that goes, you uh, call in. I'm hungry too. We have $25 just for playing to Casey's Rib Shack in Manchester. And if you beat Tom King, we'll drop another 25 in your lap. That's $50 to Casey's Rib Shack. 25 just for playing. All you have to do is answer 10 questions, and you have to do better than Tom King, which should be much easier than it is. I can't believe that it's taken, you know, that no one ever beats you. It's weird.
3: That's because I am the Tominator. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh after notes from the kingdom we'll open up the phone lines you can call in and uh, try and compete to win tom king's lunch as we said on the line 25 dollars just for playing we'll throw another 25 on top if you beat tom king right now though it's time to do what we always do right around quarter of one here every day on the program it's time for notes from the kingdom
6: message for you sir. king in the castle king in the castle
3: notes from the kingdom can you believe it's uh high school basketball starting already no. And that's what happens. And you've got the schedule over there. But tonight, Divisions 3 and 4 in girls basketball begin their seasons. I know. Which is just, oh, my God.
2: It's <laughs> today gotta, or tomorrow? Tonight. No, it doesn't have it on any doesn't, side doesn't of, have it up yet, huh, no, does they're it? Not no. They're not, they're
3: not ready for it. They're, see, they're not ready for it either. No yeah. one's ready. I know. Campbell hosts. I know locally Campbell hosts uh, Fall Mountain. Okay, so that's at six thirty. They've got a new coach, Jason Button. Uh, Jason Button. Yep. And uh, they that that's a uh, you know that's always they always have a good program. They have yeah, you know, they're good in girls soccer, they're good in girls basketball, they're good in girls softball. They're they're pretty good in girls stuff. They're good guy stuff too, but I mean they, you can count on three pretty competitive teams in those three sports. So they open up against Fall Mountain. And uh, hard to believe. Started already. You know, the, it's always been that way for the smaller schools. They start early because of the weather and everything yeah. else. You know, they try to get them done earlier and they stagger the tournaments and things like that. So that all starts um, over at the University of New Hampshire. Trevor Knight may get the start on Saturday when they play J- James Madison. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that all depends on how he's going to look. And if he's 100 percent, if he's 100 percent, he goes, if not. Uh, he doesn't go, and, uh, you know, that's always going to be, you know, that's a coach's decision, and it probably will come down to game time, I would, I would imagine. Adam Reese played pretty well last week for UNH. So, I mean, they, you know, he, he threw three picks, but he also threw three TDs. He went 18 for 30 for 273 yards. You know, he ran for 26 and a TD. So he's, you know, so he's doing pretty well. So that's a big one tomorrow. And um, that's it. There's not much going on right now for notes. Hockey's already started. Teams are sk- all teams are either either finishing up their tryouts or starting their scrimmages already, mm-hmm. which is to me is amazing. So, but that's what's going on with uh, with, with uh, hockey, and all the other sports are already started practice. Everything's going on right now in terms of practices and things like that, and uh, it's just. Uh, just really, really sneaks up on you, almost like the summertime in the sun. You know, in the sun, spring season. No, because you're in the flow. You've had two two seasons under your belt, Right. the whole bit, and it really doesn't uh, really doesn't hit you. Um, but spring seasons, you know, when when those all of a sudden take hold, it's uh, you know you're used to it. But winter and, and fall really sneak up on you. Last night, Riviera University. Johnson and Wales in the game here in Nashua. They uh, ran away from Riv in the second half. They beat Riv seventy-nine in men's basketball seventy-nine to sixty-six. Rivier one in five overall, and the Wildcats uh, from J and W they're one and three and one and one in conference play. Riv jumped out to a fifteen to three lead. I've seen them play and they're good, but when they start when they go cold on the floor. That's when things really uh, go down for them. So it's 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 difficult. David Lorden led Riv with a double-double. He had 11 points and 12 rebounds. Uh, and played over 30 minutes off the bench. That's a lot of minutes for a guy off the bench. So that's interesting. So there you go. There are your notes.
2: I got a couple of notes. Go ahead. I was just uh, putting the finishing touches on our 10 questions. <laughs> um, we have another uh, nice. wonderful example. The education system. Unfortunately, a former Merrimack high school teacher indicted for allegedly sending explicit photos and videos. A
3: former Merrimack?
2: Yes, uh, Todd Wiley, a former uh, teacher arrested recently for sending sexually explicit photographs and videos to a female student has been indicted in connection to that case. A Hillsborough County Superior Court grand jury has handed an indictment against Todd Wiley age 63 of Milford, charging him with a felony count of solicitation to the distribution of child sexual abuse images. According to new court documents, Wiley, a former teacher at Merrimack High, allegedly engaged in an explicit online chat with a 16-year-old student by sending her videos of adult men engaged in self-gratification gratification, and enticing her to send him images in return. The offense, if convicted, carries a possible sentence of 10 to 20 years in prison. According to the indictment, Wiley is scheduled to be arraigned on December 9th. Uh, The superintendent said earlier she removed Wiley from the classroom immediately after being notified that an investigation was underway during Columbus Day weekend. He retired right after that. He'd been employed with the district for 37 years teaching English and philosophy.
3: Oh, my God. 37 years. Mm
2: -hmm. (gasps) Uh. Police were notified by the victim's parents in October Uh. after they discovered inappropriate photos, emails, texts, and videos in their daughter's phone. What? What? What?
3: Thirty seven years. do you, you think this is the first time he's done this?
2: Well, a forensic search of all Wiley's electronic devices is underway right now, and that will help determine if there are other possible victims in the case, this according to police. So I guess we'll know soon enough.
3: Thirty-seven years.
2: Thirty-seven years. Merrimack High. Uh facing ten to twenty. And uh he'll be <laughs> arraigned a week from today. Oh, God. It's not funny.
3: No, I'm just I'm just just 30, I mean, I'm, I'm laughing at the sadness of it. 37 years. I mm. mean, that's just throwing your life away. But you've got to think that he did it before. You've got to.
2: Seems like a strange thing to just suddenly take up. After know? 37 years After of 37 teaching. Years. That's what I'm saying. You just you, know? defi- you just do this the one time. You know, you finally decide to dip your toe <laughs> oh, into sending a 16-year-old oh. pictures. Of you, you know what yeah, I mean? I, really, yeah,
3: really. You know, that's just it. That's just it, and 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 filth. Oh my! You know, thirty-seven years.
2: I know. Uh, another note I have. It's a good day for the notes here. Uh, a woman in Claremont charged with trying to hire a Hell's Angel to torture and murder one of her romantic rivals. Police say a woman living in the city's domestic violence shelter sought to oh hire goodness. someone to torture and murder her ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend in exchange for five hundred dollars and a designer purse.
3: Wait a minute. Okay, say that. Say that all all over again.
2: Police say a woman living in the city's domestic violence shelter okay sought to hire someone to torture and murder her ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend okay in exchange for $500 and a designer purse
3: So in other words she was hiring a you take it she was hiring a woman to do this
2: Well it said she was trying to hire a hell's angel now what hell's angel wants a new purse uh- <laughs> This is from that's Union a, Leaders uh, I, Megan Pierce.
3: That's exactly what I that's exactly what I got to think.
2: Uh the woman's name Monique Earl was arraigned <laughs> Thursday on two felony charges, conspiracy to commit murder and criminal solicitation. Well, here's the other thing I commit murder. here's the other thing I ask
3: about. She was li- she was living in a domestic violence shelter? Yeah. So, uh you, so so hold on now. Now I just have a few questions here. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm be- feeling like I won't be able
2: to answer I, it, Probably I, not, but yeah. but these are
3: food for thought. Yeah. If she's in a domestic violence shelter and she she doesn't she didn't hire like follow my train of thought here. She didn't hire someone to torture the ex-boyfriend. Right. She hired someone to torture the ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend. New girlfriend. Mhm. Don't you think it would be the other one she'd want to torture if he was responsible for her being in the shelter in the first place? If that's the case, we don't know that. We don't know. Right.
2: And it's, you know, there's a, a line here I don't want to cross when it comes oh, to course. victims of domestic violence and what happens to them psychologically, but
3: Oh, well, you I know, guess I, mean, I don't you know. know. I don't know. But I mean, this is this is all really strange stuff. Yeah. You know?
2: Uh, The motivating factor, according to police, was that the victim was interfering with this woman's relationship with her ex-boyfriend. The judge entered pleas of not guilty for Earl since the district court has no jurisdiction over felony charges. Uh, Police were told of the scheme Tuesday by a fellow resident of the shelter. The informant gave police a notebook outlining her plan. The notebook also included information about the victim's job and residence. The plans were for the victim to be kidnapped, drugged, and assaulted for several days. The shelter resident told police she was confident the victim was in danger and that Earl was serious about having someone kill her. Police asked her to make a phone call to Earl in which police recorded Earl confirming her wishes for the victim's death. Based on that recorded phone call, the attorney general's office arranged for an undercover police officer equipped with a hidden recording device to go meet with Earl. During that meeting, Monique confirmed that with uh, the undercover officer that she wanted the undercover officer to kidnap drug assault and kill the victim so he posed as a
3: hell's angels guy
2: and she offered to pay the undercover officer 500 dollars. no cash was presented but earl offered to give the undercover officer a juicy couture purse she was carrying at the time and pay him the cash later she also directed the undercover officer to go to facebook to find pictures of the victim after the meeting we went to the department discussed what direction to go and they confirmed that the photos he printed on the facebook profiles were of this victim earl agreed um the affidavit says after the trip the undercover officer asked monique if she was sure she wanted to go through with this she assured the undercover officer that she did she now faces up to 30 years in prison and is set to return to court on tuesday for a probable cause hearing pretty good police work huh
3: well i mean it depends the fact that the informant
2: came in yeah i mean that's uh, the
3: informant really was the was the uh was the trigger you know no pun intended she you know The informant was able to be the one that uh, got the uh, ball rolling.
2: Yeah. I think she probably has to be out of the shelter and either in prison or some sort of, you know.
3: Well, she's not in the shelter anymore.
2: Psychiatric facility maybe or something like that. I have no idea. Well, you know.
3: I have no idea, but I mean uh, the. She's uh, in a
2: domestic violence shelter and hire someone to commit horrible crimes against another woman. I mean, that's someone who's probably pretty messed up in the head, I would just assume, you know.
3: I don't know. I don't know. But the. But the. You got to figure, the informant takes a chance here. I mean, mm-hmm. good, you know, good for her to, to or her. Or him. I mean, who know? I don't know. I mean, whoever it was, it came forward. Certainly, probably was taking a risk because I mean, let's face it. You're in those shelters. I would imagine it's not like you know you can go to another wing of the house and, <laughs> and barricade yourself. You're kind of out in the open there, aren't you? You know, you're there with everybody else. Yeah. So. That's not, you know, uh, it's, that's difficult.
2: Yeah, it is. Uh, 603-883-9900 is uh, your phone number. 883-9900. I know, heavy with the. Uh, What's going on in this heavy world? Heavy with the notes today. What's going on in this What's world? What's going on in this state? Oh, God. These are all notes from this
3: oh, right I, here. Yeah, I know. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. I know.
2: Uh, and thanks to the union leader for providing the uh, stories there. Mm. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. <clears throat> but before we do that. Opening up the phone lines right now at six oh three eight eight three ninety nine hundred. That's eight eight three nine nine zero zero. Call right now, and we will put you on hold. All you'll have to do, you'll just for calling, you'll get twenty five dollar gift card to Casey's Rib Shack. You'll go on the air, you'll answer ten questions, and if you get more right than Tom King, we will double that for you, you make it fifty dollars to Casey's Rib Shack. And that's how we play win Tom King's line. So just
3: by calling, they automatically get twenty five.
2: That's exactly right. Just for, just for calling up, you get, and, and you don't even have to answer a single question correctly. You can just sit there and not even answer any questions at all. You don't have to say a word, and you will get $25, Casey's Rip Shack. However, if you do choose to compete, and I know then, there's some competitors you'll out get, there. Then
3: you get a rib fest. <laughs> get a rib fest,
2: $50 to Casey's Rip Shack, yep. which you can spend however you want. Yep. All right, quick break. We'll come back top of the hour. Christian and King win Tom King's lunch next.
3: You can win tickets for the big Monday night game against Baltimore just by watching the Pats take on the L.A. Rams with ESPN New Hampshire and Bud Light. This is Pete Terrier inviting you to join me and Lindsay the Bud Light Girl for an ESPN New Hampshire Patriots viewing party at the Halligan Tavern in downtown Derry. We'll have lots of prizes and giveaways, and someone watching the Pats and Rams with us at the Halligan Tavern on Sunday will win a pair of tickets to the next New England home game on Monday night, December 12th. The Halligan Tavern, 32 West Broadway, or Route 102 in downtown Derry.
0: Looking for a stylish place to call
2: home? Then you need to check out the brand new apartment homes in Lowell at 24 Merrimack Street. The apartments at 24 Merrimack Street are located in historic downtown Lowell and offer unique apartment living within an historic 19th century building. Residents enjoy brand new interiors and unparalleled lifestyle amenities. Just moments from downtown Lowell's boutique shops, cafes, and entertainment. For more information, please visit 24MerrimackStreet.com. Again, that's
5: 24MerrimackStreet.com.
0: In Southern New Hampshire, there's only one choice when it comes to the best in orthopedic care.
5: New Hampshire Orthopedic Center has been providing award-winning treatment for all orthopedic conditions for over 40 years. Chances are one of our physicians has helped someone you know get back in motion. Voted best orthopedic office by union leader three years running. Voted top doctors 30 times by peers in New Hampshire Magazine. Tell your primary care
0: physician you'd like to see a specialist at New Hampshire Orthopedic Center. We keep bodies in motion. Visit nhoc.com for more information. (laughs) AHHHHH <laughs>
1: Hi everyone, I'm Mark Rosenthal. Here's my weekend forecast. Starting on this Friday, variable clouds, sun today, windy, cooler, low and mid-40s. West winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. Clear, cold overnight, temps in the upper 20s. And for tomorrow, sun clouds and colder. It'll be near 40. Could be some snow showers in the mountains. And on Sunday, partly sunny, cold and dry, near 40. It could turn stormy here next week. Certainly stay tuned with either snow or rain. And of course, more weather information, please check out my webpage at weatherblast.com. We're gas being brought to you by Infinity Car Wash, located on...